Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Another night of NBA playoffs has wrapped, so of course it's time for the After Buzz Sports Recap. Let's get it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ow! I, I want to be like hyped, but like I'm so down right now. No, I'm you like, have to be hyped. I'm kind of depressed. You gotta be hyped. Uh, I need, for I need your you team. guys to hold uh, me up because right. I'm I got low you. right Prop now. You up. I got you, man. I, because your I don't team even lost. Know. Yeah, I had to. I had to figure out what to like how I was going to get through this episode. Oh. So I actually brought myself a gift to, <laughs> Did you? to help me <laughs> oh through God. this episode. Okay. Uh, I call it. Uh, some people in some areas call it a forty. Um, that's what I call it too. So <laughs> that's what I'm going. Are you already pouring out a little liquor for the Wizards? Oh, we'll talk about it on the show. We'll talk about it on the show. Uh, but you. you know what, Jill? Maybe you should let them know where they can find him while I get so, to know my drink. While D'Angelo gets himself together, <laughs> I'm Jill Monroe. You can find me all over social media, everywhere. I love to talk, NBA, and other things, at Stiletto Jill. To my right. What's up, guys? I'm Christine Alexis, and you can find me all over social media, at Christine Bean. And don't send any Warriors hate my way, because I will clap back at you. Oh, there it is. That's the New York Damn. right there. And I told you it was going to come out. Oh, 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 on the couch. What's where up? you at? What's you What's up? I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Do not mess with Christine. I've seen it. She's from Brooklyn. Do not mess hey. with her. Uh-oh. I guess you guys can hit me up on Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, D'Angelo TV on Twitter at D'Angelo It's okay, Instagram. man. You're going to be okay. I don't know, but I guess we have to talk about the game or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or something. Uh, so hey, hey, hey. Let, let, let's, let's not, you know. This is actually really, really satisfying for me. <laughs> Yo, you are the goat tonight. Uh, like, yeah. not over. I have already started MVP on this. MVP goes to D'Angelo. He's straight up bar out of forty. Like, <laughs> All right, forties and shorties <laughs> right here. Forties and shorties. Forty ounce bounce right here. Shout like, out, shout out. So the Celtics uh, defeated the Wizards in overtime, yeah. one twenty nine, one nineteen. Yeah. Uh, here's my question for you guys. Okay. Is this game or this series so far more about the Wizards blowing big leads? Or is it about the inspirational story Isaiah Thomas has shown with his connection to his sister for you guys? As we, we're going to have the highlights play while you guys talk about that. Because I'm conflicted. I have such a bias with it. Mm-hmm. I'm so focused on the negative with the Wizards. But like, there's two very interesting storylines with this, this series so far. I think you have to keep in mind with both of these teams, they're not heavily, heavily playoff tested. Especially the Wizards, per se. So I think for them, I feel like they're the better team. But... The Celtics right now seem to be more cohesive at the moment. Mm. Um, the Wizards seem to be falling apart at the end, not being able to hold on to these leads they're building. You don't really understand why Bradley Beal was on a milk box. Yeah, he was gone. Do they still have those? <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, well, do they? They might not have them in our public schools anymore, depending on what Betsy. I don't know. Betsy well, decides. wherever <laughs> you are, is there a little poster, Amber Alert, Twitter Alert, something? Bradley Beal needs one. It, really? So Isaiah Thomas dropped 53 points Ooh. today. 53, the most since 
I think I read this AI in 2004 in the playoffs where AI dropped 55 points. So, like, he played an inspired game. But it's still more about the Wizards for you and them blowing the lead? Yes, it is. It is. I Just because I, I think that there are certain players you... Isaiah is obviously shown that he has taken this tragedy in his life and used it as fuel. Today is actually his sister's birthday, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, people have heard about that story. So I just think that the Wizards are a better team. And I also think they're a better team equipped to make an exciting, skipping ahead, Eastern Conference Finals with the Cavs. What do you think? Anyway. Uh, we were just debating this before we got the tape because I was saying how badly I wanted to see the Celtics and the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals, and you all promptly shut me down on that <laughs> one. But to answer your question, though, I think it's a little—I mean, it's obviously a little bit of both. I think the Wizards honestly just keep giving their games away. That's the sentiment I get after the, you know the last buzzer. I'm like, wow, they gave that one away. But at the same time, you see that post-game interview with Isaiah Thomas, and you're—I don't know—I'm watching him the entire game just turn up and I feel for him like I'm in his head emotionally not literally but like kind of envisioning and empathizing where he's at and seeing the drive that he has to really close out in this game and he's playing like he wants it yeah I mean speaking of the press conference I think we have the video of that so we could get yeah, that we one have, we have the video Maybe of uh, get that Thomas interview I, I was interviewed David Aldridge at the end I don't know if it's yes good. David yeah. Aldridge was interviewing him yeah. I am conflicted because I didn't think about and during the game as a Wizard fan I'm not thinking about that with Isaiah Thomas but hearing it did give me a soft spot Towards situation, so we let's play that press conference or that uh, post interview. Thank you very much, Isaiah. Where is this coming from, man? Where is this coming from? It's my sister. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday! She would have been 23 today. So everything I do is for her, and she's watching over me. So that's all her. I mean, 18 for 33, four rebounds, four assists, and. 53 points like that's a heck of an inspiration it's he went on to say too like what i thought was interesting he was like when i when i'm in the court it's like a it's it's i'm i'm in the zone you know what i mean i feel inspired mm-hmm. by her but then when i leave it's a reminder that she's not here anymore so like i was just like i was i was thinking i was sitting there i'm like man i'm so sad about my wizards but like it's almost bigger than that it's bigger than just the basketball game yeah, right yeah. so it was, it's really interesting is this series over to you guys absolutely not no let me no, add the fact that i don't Bo- think so boston's been shooting the three ball very well last game one i mean they shot the lights out from three-point range that's not something they usually do jay Crowder had like 25 points i forgot how many 24 yeah or six I mean, of eight yeah six of Six of eight from three-point uh, three range. So, And I think they had 13 threes tonight. So this is not typical Boston. They don't really shoot the threes that well. Isaiah, someone in the chat said it earlier, Isaiah's going to need more help. I think they're right. He is going to need more help. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to drop 53 every single game. Absolutely and let's not. let's be honest, the Wizards had two games that they could have won in Boston. Yeah. Boston only did was hold serve. You know, they didn't do anything special. You win your two games at home. It, and that's what so, you're supposed to do. You yeah. expect, you know, the home team to take those two, and yeah. then the, uh, the away team, that will become the home team. You expect them to win theirs, too. Yeah. So unless something drastic happens in D.C., that's when you start to get panicked. I, I, I think the Wizards blow them out in Game 3. Mm. I really do. I actually think they win both games, 3 and 4 in D.C., and I think the winner of Game 5 wins the series. Um, what do we feel about Markeith Morris getting a little get-back in his little conversation <laughs> with Al Horford <laughs> at the beginning of the game? Like, what's up, so did you do it on purpose? Let me just throw you on the he's outside line. He's having problems everybody. Here. First meal, Sam. <laughs> he's, he's the edge on the team. you got to have that But Dre you need Iron that, Green yeah. yeah. He's, you he's, need he's the just that guy. Yeah. Well, you do need I like it. I love that we have that. I like it. I, You know, I'm still a fan of 90s basketball, so I like to see a little physicality pop up everywhere once in a while just so that it's not just a finesse game. Yes, it's basketball. 
Yeah, we got we got uh, Trapsy Towns makes a good point. Wizards are switching on Isaiah Thomas way too much. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that's that's a defensive strategy. What are you going to do? Are you going to hedge on him? I mean, wh- what would you do? How would you stop Isaiah Thomas? Because right now they can't stop him, which is kind of interesting because I figured John Wall could at least give him a little bit of problems. He's longer, he's taller. I think he's a little faster than Isaiah, but he doesn't seem to be faced at all. Um, I think that you have one, you have to look at Bradley Bill's play and his lack of confidence. He wasn't effective anywhere. Not that he's the greatest defense guy, yeah. but if he's suffering, you are cl- it's going to affect the whole team because they don't have a lot of depth in their bench anyway. So you kind of need him to step up a bit more, and maybe that's when John can get some of his breaks in those straight yeah. strategies. Bradley, Yo, 4 for 15 today. Yeah, I was going to say 14 points, 4 for 15. That's that's one thing about him, too. He is, if he his shot's not falling, he's his all aspects of his game is just, he's just, he's not a guy who has that mindset to like, okay, if my shot's not falling, let me see if I can get involved in other ways. But, so, if you get him out of whack, you really put a lot of pressure on all the other players for the Wizards. Um, but, you know, I don't think we have to talk about this game forever, guys. Okay. I think we can move on. Moving along. Yeah, you guys have <laughs> <any points? laughs> that's, up, that's up to you, man. Uh, you know, I'm, let's move on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's keep it going. Uh, so, in other news, the uh, Golden State Warriors won another playoff game. Uh, shocker. Uh, Golden State Warriors won 106 0. to 94 to the Utah Jazz, and it was not that close. It was not that close to. Tw- no, it they, wasn't. They was not, <laughs> no, it was not close. Is there anything to you guys that the Utah Jazz can do to make these games at least compelling? The only way the Jazz can win, they have to slow down the ball, which they actually tried to do, use the whole shot clock, but they have to shoot at least 50%. They have to hit some threes because the Warriors are going to hit some threes, but they have to shorten the game. And by yeah. shortening the game, you have to hold on to the ball, use the whole shot clock. You can't get into this running gun thing with the Warriors because they're going they're to gonna dest- lo- they're they're gonna gonna destroy that game. They will destroy yeah. the Jazz in four games if that happens. But I think Quinn Snyder is a great coach. I think he does that. I think they listen to their coach. I think the Jazz are a very well-coached team. They're just not good enough. I mean, they, they overachieved. Let's be 100. Had the Clippers not had their familiar injury issues or dark cloud, whatever seems to constantly happen with the Clippers. Side note, blow the Clippers up, please. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I don't think the Jazz expected to be here, no matter what they say, no matter how they... Interesting. I don't, I don't believe that. But yeah. You, yeah. you think that they expected to yes. be there? Yeah, yes. They, 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 should, they should have believed that they could beat the Clippers with Blake Griffin or not, because they beat well, him when he wasn't hurt. I mean, I yeah. know that they did, but I just, I don't believe that they really expected to go on, and even if they did expect to go on, it's like playing for for the right to be executed in the next round. So with that, I don't know how much they're really going to give. I think they believe that they're playing hard. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I think it's just, it's a challenge. It's an interesting thing because the Warriors just have so many tools. They're just not, they're just outplayed right now. The Jazz is just not good enough. And then then I'm looking at They're ahead of their curve. I didn't expect the Jazz to be like that, here this early, that kind of seed in the playoffs. At all, so but, and then your best player Gordon Hayward has twelve points. Their top score was rooted. So, he had thirteen who, points. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, I think they would Rodney play a little Hood better than this. Ten points. Rodney, in the third yeah. as well. he can score. He was balling. He, yeah. he was the only one really like putting in an effort for me. But you say that like they can play a little bit better. So even if someone scored in and threw in another twelve to let's say fourteen points. Still got to catch up with Golden State. I, I, and, and, Gordon Hayward's going to give him no, more than 12. He has I mean, I know he has to. He has to average at least 25. And, and I'm not even exaggerating when I say 25. He needs to average mid-20s in this For this game for, to yeah. be competitive. Yes. Not for them to win. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, here's here's my question, Warrior fan um, that we have here. Warrior fan. Do you guys, do you get nervous ever? Like, when you watch these games, is it even like, are you even on the edge of your seat? Are you bored? <laughs> like, what, what's happening here? Steph tweaked his insight. ankle. That's nerve-wracking. Oh that was headline-worthy that Steph was getting some work done on the bench while, you know, his ankle was giving him issues. So that um, raised some eyebrows for me. But no, I'm not worried at all. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it a buck. Like, I said this to you earlier. I'm more concerned each game of how they do it, how they get their wins, because that, to me, is going to test their longevity longevity down the stretch because they're going to need to win a host of different ways, I think, when they match up with Cleveland later on. So, um, yeah, I'm Do not worried. Do you have critiques for you? Is there a way for them to improve in this in this game, in this series? Well, I think this game was when I actually started to notice the difference in coaching in terms of, like, timely um, substitutions. Like, there was a point in the that. third yeah. where I was like, oh, you're going to put in JaVale McGee now? Like, I would have probably done that a little sooner. I think Steve Kerr has a really good gauge on his team, obviously, and and knows the guys he feels the game he feels when you know certain adjustments need to be made and I think the team is doing a better job at you know meshing with Mike Brown and I think that'll come over the course of this series um I will say I was too generous in the first round, and I gave, I, I think I said Golden State in five. You're not the only one who didn't think the Golden State was going to sweep them. No, I, I, I said sweep. You say Golden State would sweep yep. the, the Blazers? Oh, oh right. not that, not no. that. Uh, I know you did. <laughs> yeah. You, you said, you said, you said sweep in this. Uh, yeah. Jazz, yes. yes. Yeah, but I think, I, I don't know. I still think that, I, I mean, I think Golden State will ultimately take this round, but I think Utah can get one game out of them. I was, I was on the same boat. Okay. I think, I mean, they did beat them once in the regular season. Like, it's they not did. impossible. Right. But it's not gonna. Uh, they're not gonna win the whole. Golden season. State <laughs> is going to go to eight and zero in the playoffs <laughs> thus far. Give them my opinion. <laughs> now, I just, I just think that Utah is overmatched, and Golden State is working their way toward. They know where they need to be and what they need to do. And because they're a little dinged up, the more rest they can get, the faster they can dispose of a mm-hmm. team. Why play around with them? Yeah. Do you know why yeah. let them get, get back in it? Get rid of them, get it going. And they know that's better for them because they are dealing with some things that could get complicated. Yeah, and I mean, I, I personally just love the fact that this was a blowout game towards the end because you finally saw Matt Barnes get off the bench and get some playing time. We believe! <laughs> we believe! I'm just saying, like, they hey, do Matt have a Barnes lot of injuries. Relevant. Matt Barnes is relevant. He plays time. And he's one of those players. Players that also can get in the head of another team's player and completely get them off of their game. He does yeah. help in the, like in those little capacities, things that don't necessarily show up in the stats. Okay. I, yeah, no disagreement here. Yeah. So, is there a scenario for you guys where Mike Brown costs this Warrior team a win or championship potential if Steve Kerr doesn't come back? Like, does Mike Brown play an, a, enough of a role to hurt this team? No. I'll just say, it. listen. This whole like coaching thing is so like crazy to me. Mike Brown is not that bad of a coach. He's, he's not. really not. I'm not saying he's great. I don't think he's better coach than Steve Kerr. But I mean, listen, he did okay with LeBron when he had LeBron. It's it's he's he's definitely a downgrade from Kerr. But he's not an idiot. There's a reason why he keeps getting hired by these coaching staffs to be an assistant coach. Like he knows what he's talking about. He's not that bad. <laughs> but and, it's different Mike when Brown for <laughs> Mike, <laughs> it's different when you're focusing on one aspect of the game and developing an overall plan. Having no, said I that, get it. I mean, having said that, he has had the unfortunate 
benefit of same thing with Ty Lue, coaching with LeBron where right. if LeBron doesn't achieve then it's your fault but if LeBron goes on exactly. to achieve LeBron it's all LeBron so that's you know one of those hard things about coaching well, and, somebody on that level what was a narrative on Mike D'Antoni before this season started and look at him now you know what I'm saying? I think people just take these things out of It's brain. fit. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Fit and chemistry are things that on paper you re- you can't see, you can't predict, you can't... Chemistry is so important, and people like to discount it a lot. And they also kind of put po- coaching in a vacuum. Well, anybody can get out there and do that. And to your point, I think we obviously know that Steve Kerr has a special touch. He inherited a lot, too, when he got handed his team from the um, groundwork that Mark Jackson laid. So what I think is that, yeah, he's obviously set up for success and he has a team that knows themselves and knows where to go, but there could be problems with things like substitution patterns, timeouts, where he doesn't maybe have their rhythm completely down. Okay. But ultimately, no. That's it's, what Christine noticed today. That's yeah, it's said. a good point. I mean, they are a well-oiled machine. Like, this team knows how to, you know, run the show themselves. But like you said, like, just making those timely adjustments is what's going to keep them fresh down the line and... I just it's really important. When four four of your starters are four of the top fifteen players in the league, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, coaching's not going to come into play probably until the Western Conference Finals for these guys. I was thinking it's not that far not away. The finals, yeah. It's not that far it away. It really isn't. There's, I think in the finals, there's like you know injuries, stuff like that. That's when coaching, I think, becomes really, really important. Or yeah. if he has to go against, go against Pop. Your rotation's yeah. going to be so short then, too, so... Well, I mean, coaching matters for other... Like, it doesn't work, matter for the Warriors right now because they're so good, but, like, in the Wizards-Celtics series, it matters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the Rockets-Spurs series, yeah. it matters. Just that right now, the talent is the main thing in basketball. It really is. And if you have way more talent than the team, you're most likely going to win, in a professional level, at least. Yes. So, before we jump ahead to the games the, the night before, I want to get on, uh, on record everyone's... Um, uh, hypothesis on what will happen <laughs> nice in the Celtics Wizards series. Like, what is it, what's what's going to happen in seven for you guys? You oh, get, in seven, you yes. think it's going seven? Well, if you know four two four one, whatever you guys, what do you think is going to happen in that series? We got to get this on paper so we can hold y'all responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I go first. I, I was on Sunday. I said Wizards in six. And I stand by that. I do think they're going to win games three. I think they're going to win game four. I think they're going to have to take game five in Boston, but I think they're going to do it. I mean, they just have to play defense. And if Boston goes Which is cold, hard for them apparently. If, if Boston goes cold from the three point range, I, I it's very possible. Boston's been shooting the three well. They're usually not that great of a three point shooting team, so I'm four three Washington, so I still yeah. have to say they we're gonna win, hopefully. I am torn if I think it's gonna go six or seven, but I'm definitely I've been pro Washington all the time. You know, I've been looking ahead for quite some time okay. to a Cavs Washington Eastern Conference Finals. So those everybody are my can't pick Washington. Are. That's not good. I wasn't gonna pick Washington. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so right, there you go. I got the got? I got the Celtics in seven. Four three. Okay, we got that on paper. We'll hold you guys I'm responsible. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ask the chat. Yes. Let's see what y'all think. Chat. Trapsy Town Fire says Wizards in six. Somebody pick. Please pick the Celtics. I just I can't. I can't do it with you guys. I mean, but the Celtics weren't a conventional so, number one in so, the first right. place to begin with. It's so interesting. They're a one them, seed. They're up 2-0 in a playoff series. And still, so many people are picking the Washington Wizards. I feel like if I was a Celtics fan, I'd feel... Offended? Yeah. I'd feel away if I was a Celtics yeah. fan, too. It's yeah, interesting. Not, it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, while we get that from the chat, like we can jump to... I guess yeah, this is going to be a series, the Toronto Raptors versus the Cleveland the, Cavaliers. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I mean, that's, so the Cavs won 116-105 in complete dominance. I have the Cavs 
sweeping the Raptors in this series. LeBron James gave him 35 points and 10 rebounds. Do you guys think that the Raptors can make this series competitive? Is it too much to think that they'll be swept? Hold on, before we go on, CJ Houston says Celtics in seven, Sam Jones says Celtics in five. There you go, D'Angelo. Thanks. There Appreciate you, go. you guys. Shout out to you guys. I'll <laughs> <laughs> hanging. And Aeon Ibrahim, I just jacked your name up. I'm so sorry. It says Celtics in six. Ion, is that your name? Ion? Okay. But to answer, answer your question, question D'Angelo. Cavs highlights um, going. No, Go I do not. I do not think the Raptors can make this competitive series at all, especially the Cavs played in game one. They look like they're the better team. They are the better team. The Hands Raptors. down. I mean, I'll say it for the 900,000th time. They don't move the ball very well. <laughs> I don't like uh, I mean, that. Right, I do you do not. You I, show I them zero I, love. I, I, I show the rap zero. I love their fan base, which is weird. I love Toronto. I love I like the city. Too. I love their fan base. But the, I just don't like I don't like their team. I, I don't. They might steal a game. I had, actually, the Cavs in six before the series started because I was worried about the Cavs' defense. But if they play any sort of defense, they're going to sweep the Raptors. That's how so I So you are you on paper for them sweeping? No, I'm, I'm on paper for six. I'm okay. staying with six. Okay. What about you guys? What do you think about this series? Did you guys? Do you, I mean, is it's it seems like to me that Demar Derozan is the only person there who believes that they have a chance against that against the Cavaliers. I do. It it almost Kobe feels system. like yeah, it's almost, <laughs> really he's a, he's in a different mind right now. But it feels like in that game these guys have already defeated before they got on the court. I mean, they got it was embarrassing from the jump from in the first quarter in that game. Yeah, you can see it in their body language, their attitude, like. They also weren't moving the ball well. Like, I'll give you that. I definitely saw that in their play. And, yeah, I mean, even if uh, DeMar DeRozan has, like, a breakout game, a crazy, like, 30-point game, I still see the Cavs mm. sweeping them. Like, it'll be, like, a valiant effort, but just not enough. <laughs> it'll be close. Not enough. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job, Bob. Thanks for showing up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give the Raptors one. I'm going to say it's a gentleman's sweep. Okay. It's funny how the tone of this series has changed. I feel like a lot of people, not you guys, but a lot of people were really like, oh, the Raptors are better this year. They should make it competitive. They'll go 4-2, still lose, but get, get two games and it'll be competitive. Now, after this yeah. first game, people were like, oh, the Cavs are good at basketball. And I don't think they're well coached either. <laughs> I don't think Dwayne Reese, Casey's a good coach, to be honest with you. I mean, that's him. I mean, uh, I in the chat says Toronto's offense is non-existent. I can never watch any full games when they're on way too much ISO ball. Basically just yeah. validating my point. But that's on the coach. Yep. That, that is on the coach. I mean, you have players like DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry who can go off the dribble and shoot. But at some point, you have to implement a system to get other people involved and to create plays. Yeah. I, don't know. I just don't like him. Yeah, we've made that clear. clear. You have a, if you have a list, <laughs> Russell Westbrook's at the top. And the Raptors <laughs> offense is I number like two. No, no, I like Westbrook. Let's not get into Westbrook. I do like Westbrook. I just don't. Let's just let's let's move on. Move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Last tonight. We can talk about that later. 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 So, so the Raptors are one in five in game twos on the road all time, and they've never won a playoff series when trailing 0-2. So it's not looking good. In the future for Toronto, but you know, successful season. You got out of the first round. Is it though? They made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I mean, I know Toronto's expecting big team, big things out of this team. I mean, do they really think that they're going to win a championship? Like, I mean, did, is that a belief in Toronto? Is that a good belief? I, I think that if they really believe that championship was the expectation, you would see a more of a sense of urgency within the team. Agreed. I would agree. So, I think that they know that there's a certain buffer like well we're going up against LeBron so um, you see that there? I'm dying yeah. I saw that earlier that tweet yeah. oh my god that's for later it's okay. just amusing which is kind of interesting though because he took the Raptors <laughs> the Raptors took the Cavs you know the six games last year and now you have Serge Ibaka who is I love I love Serge he's probably the only I player do. and I like Valanciunas too you figure alright we, we added Serge you know we can you know 
kind of get over the hump with him. But but there's some, and maybe it's the coaching. But there's just something in this team you don't see that fire, in my opinion. Gazy. Fugazi. Fugazi. Okay. <laughs> I love that word. We the Fugazi. <laughs> wow. That's the hashtag I use every time I tweet about the rap is we the Fugazi. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what's going on? Is there like a Knicks Raptors rapper? Right there's not. The there's not. I'm still better than Knocks out in the playoffs in like 2000. But. So, right. yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, the Raptors, it's, it's tough. Um, I'm, But when you reach this point as, as a team, you know you're not going to win a championship. You can't actually compete. Do you blow it up? I mean, what do you do? Do you hang on to, like, it don't go no more? Like, what do you do? Like, it's a similar situation that the Clippers are in. No, it's not similar at all. The Clippers are in a much worse situation, I think, because, one, they're on the West. They've been together as their unit, their cohesive unit, their superstars, for a much longer time period. And they have had more power and have fallen short. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan, you're supposed to... They haven't even been to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, and they've blown a lot of leads. So... I, I guess it's not as dramatic, but this, this, that's the, I, the general idea of we are basically we're the worst you can be when it comes to the NBA. You're just good enough to get to uh, the playoffs and then yeah. lose. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that that is... Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, the Hawks. The Hawks. I think that that is a reality for a lot of teams in the NBA currently <laughs> because of the superstar building era, which is yeah. something that a lot of people complain about, which is why they feel there's no real competitiveness in the NBA. Yeah. Because... These teams are set for the postseason. You know, we've never had, should we have a Cavs-Warriors finals? That will be the first time in history two teams have faced up against each other three consecutive Mm -hmm. um, seasons in Mm -hmm. a row. So we obviously are seeing the difference in the changes of the financial structure of the NBA, the changes to the game as far as with the three taking over and it becoming a more of a finesse game. So I think that these are just things that are going to work themselves out naturally in the process Mm -hmm. because we've had dynasties before people never complained about seeing the bulls every year true so i i think to a certain degree you just there are going to be some teams that just aren't going to make it they just don't have the talent to feasibly make it to the finals what can you do everybody's not going to have the same type of talent distribution for you as a gm are you going to be like okay well let's still stay with this team or are you going to like wait till lebron retires like what's what's your game plan no i think that there's some going you got to keep going there's some complimentary pieces that you could add to maybe help with you know shore up certain areas i still think they need help on defense surge helps um pj tucker was kind of good for them in that Mm. sort of you know tough role player guy coming off the bench I think that they need to look at their bench a bit more and then Dwayne Casey weren't they on the verge of getting rid of him and then Traffic Town says they gotta get rid of Casey so I I think that that is a big part of it I think that coaching probably at this point has a lot to do with where they are and why they aren't moving at least a little further ahead or moving the needle to be the top competitive team like we know every season or at least for these two seasons we're gonna see the Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals putting in work we don't feel that way about them and we should so, Raptor fans, there's no hope, but it's okay. No, that is not what I said at all. There just needs to be some changes. No, I agree. I think that's a great synopsis about uh, just when you're in those type of situations. Um, but for this series, this season is not looking very good. But jumping to the our final game, uh, this was the one that surprised me the most, for sure, because I have San Antonio winning this series. But they were embarrassed on their home court, 126-99. to 99. Were you guys surprised by this? Is this what you expected? I had Houston winning, but not like that. Mm. I thought Houston would win, because I have Houston in six. But um, 
you know, I was watching the game and I was kind of looking at the stats and I was like, all right, well, who on the Spurs can actually help Kawhi, you know, score the basketball against a team like Houston that's going to put a point? And I'm like, you know. Who Kawhi, should it be? Kawhi it should be. be. You know, it should be. It should be you Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, she got a list too. I have a list too. I don't too. like this. Lamarcus yeah. Aldridge is up there. He's on is he it. number one? No. no, 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 no. I don't know who number one is. I mean, he's irrelevant. He, you can't Four be number points. one if you really don't get involved in the flow of the thing. Right? You're just in, you're just wasted opportunity. You, you have a, an old Tony Parker. You have an old manager. Oh, see, Danny I don't Green. like the old argument. I well, don't like the old argument. Not, when I say old, I, they're just not what they used to be. They're not. I understand, but here's the th- here's the thing like that. They are not what they used to be, but at, at the same time, look at their record this season. Nobody was saying, oh, they're old. Nobody expected but, this type of thing. We can't use that as an excuse. They weren't old to get to the point where they were in the Western Conference and what they did and everyone's talking about them. So now, because they just ran into a buzzsaw, in the Rockets that are a faster team and a different style of play than what they are, we can't now start calling them old. I mean, they are. It's to be they fair. are, yeah. but I'm saying we they can't are. say they, they lost okay. because they're old. But, but because were they old last had... series? No, what I, I'm saying they're they're losing because they can't put up points anymore. Manu can't put up points like he used to. Tony Parker can't put up points like he used to. Danny Green has fallen off the earth since his where series against been? against the Heat. Hello. I mean, Lamarcus Aldridge has is Green? on the back of a milk carton, as Joe would say. <laughs> I mean, like they have no one besides Kawhi. David Lee's a nice player, but he's not going to give you 25 yeah. points. It seems like no. they're patching holes on the, the yeah. fact that this team is aging. I, I, I can't believe they won. Like, looking at the roster now, like, I, like just now, I'm like, well, how did this team win 61 games? Maybe it took them playing a team like the Rockets to expose them for me, but I'm like, where is Kawhi that good where he will the team like that to 61 games? So, I mean, you have to ask. That's another question, valid question that has to be answered, but I just feel like because a team that won 61 games in the West, we can't just say, oh, they're old. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they've been old all season then. I, I get you, but yeah. the Spurs have their... I mean, it's the playoffs. And they are, they have and always the been called old. Yeah, but this we're talking about championship uh, expectations. So, like, right. yeah. when it comes to comparing themselves to championship teams, yes, they're old. But, like, of course, they're not exploited against that, against the Magic. Like, who cares? Exactly. Right, yeah. but they only play the Magic twice a year. They, they Most of those the, wins that they picked up this year. Here's so, the thing, but what teams. I'm saying is most of the wins they picked up this season, to be fair, came against this Western Conference and sure, the top did. half yeah. of that. I think they beat Houston three times this year. Right. So, 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 then, so is this series over for you guys? No, hell no. Okay. Not at all. So this is, this I still is have the Rockets winning. Okay. I, they I, they just looked dejected. Like they weren't playing the 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 level that I expect them to play at. They had I'm a bad game. Or not. They had a bad game for sure. I think Houston had the competitive edge in this game. They were just playing a lot more efficiently. And I think there were multiple times where I saw Manu falling asleep on defense and people just not switching and keeping up and they just looked tired to me. So I think I think this is a one off. I think that, you know, Popovich it's like chess for him. Like it's it's about the next move. So maybe Houston was too popping for the Spurs, you know. Secretly. It's also I think I, mean, I, think, popping, the series, like, I think the series No, I mean the city of yeah. Houston overnight. The, the physical in the series with the Memphis Grizzlies cannot be lost either. Like that True. is a, that's yeah. a tough, yeah. tough team to get to have to play every year because they play them every year. They always get through it, but that's a grinded out type series. So maybe that played a role, and they'll find their legs tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, I, I do expect them to make it competitive. I just don't see how. If Houston shoots well, 
they're not they're, they're not winning the series. Period. It's a big they, yeah, it's, was shooting well it's, a, bi- it's a big gift, but I mean they've been shooting well all year. Ryan, Ryan Anderson's one of the best three point shooters in the league. Eric Gordon won the three point contest. James Harden's one of the best players in the league. And then on top of that, have Compella down low. They can score inside. It's not like they yeah. can't score inside. They're a very well put together team and a very balanced team. They play better defense. They get than they give them credit for. Patrick Beverly's one of the best defensive guards in the league. They're they're freaking dangerous. And they have a lot of power. <laughs> Does anybody yeah. have the Spurs winning this series? No. I did. I, I had Rockets. I, I had them in five. Yeah. But five. Five. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's possible I had, anymore. I, 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 I see the Spurs winning game two. Not decisively, but winning game two. I don't, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, I, I, don't, Absolutely. I don't see them getting swept on the road. I mean, at home, excuse me, in San Antonio by the, by the Rockets. Okay. Jill, what did you have? Um, Rockets and six. Yeah, I had six. And then six. Sunday, who, who was on our Sunday panel? Rippy had a... Rippy had the I don't remember what he said. He had Rockets in seven. Okay, he had the Rockets. And Allie had Spurs in seven. Yeah, and I have I have the Spurs in six. Okay, so we'll see. I I think um, who if the Spurs do win the series, is it? It has to be Lamarcus Aldridge. Is there anyone else who has to step up as well? It, for them to win the series, for it has to, it series. has to be Marcus Aldridge. Because who else is going to score that many points that consistently? Right. I mean, Tony can give you a vintage game every once in a while, like he did in Game Six against Memphis, but. Is he going to do that throughout the whole series? Like- yeah. Trapsy Towns has Rockets in five. Mm. That's a five. And that dog, ISO 100, says James went from the Little B curse to MVP. Is there a scenario where the Spurs, if they do lose this series, they should make some major changes? Or keep doing what they're doing? I mean, I think the Spurs, every offseason, tinker in small ways. They make small adjustments or bring those people in that can fill roles where, you know, parts are rolling out. So I think the Spurs are... A well-oiled machine. Pop knows the type of players he wants to bring in. You have to think, when's the last time the Spurs missed the playoffs? Oh, yeah. I mean, never. I mean, but the year before not Duncan. never. Yeah. The year before they got the But, I, I mean, the I'm just David saying that is, for the season. Yeah. that's an anomaly. Yeah. So, you have to, once again, pay homage to coaching because we yeah. have just had a conversation about how some They always have a chance because Pop is their coach. And just look at the... He knows the type of players to bring into his system. So you can't say that they need to make adjustments because they've won 61 games and they obviously always make adjustments. But I do think that they have to plan for a mass exodus of... Parker, Ginobili, yeah. that yeah. that cliff is here. Yeah, <laughs> I think their times of being a championship contender are over. I, I mean, with the Warriors in the West, they're not getting past the Warriors. Are you kidding me? With that with that squad, absolutely not. I mean, and depending on what happens in the Rocket series, the, the Rockets might might leapfrog them too. So I, I think unless they make some major adjustments, maybe if Lamarcus Aldridge wakes up, becomes that number two star, then maybe. But they're they're not championship contenders to me anymore. Interesting. It's very interesting. I mean, it it looks like that because it, to get knocked out in the second round again, uh, it would be you know that's not Spurs basketball. So it it has that 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 series that game really really showed me some things because I'm so low on the Rockets. I just I, I just don't. Think, you don't like D'Antoni. No, I don't. I don't think James really? Harden and D'Antoni as leaders are going to get you much success. And I think if they play the Warriors in the in the Western Conference Final, it would be very disappointing. What, what bothers you about James Harden? Well, Jim, um. Well, James Harden won, if we want to go way back, OKC in the finals. He didn't show up. Oh, he, was terrible. he did. He was, he was yeah. absent. And yeah, but he was then, young. He was like, was right. Okay. And again, Western Conference Finals, when they after they beat the Clippers, when they played right. the Warriors in that series, he didn't yeah. show up there. So I'm just like, all right, it, that's a trend. You know what I mean? Maybe he's grown out of it now, but I don't think so. And Mike D'Antoni doesn't have that type of success in championships. So who can they count on? Even with the season they've had, you still think? It's been a great season, but J- James Harden and Mike D'Antoni have very good seasons. That's not hard for them. 
I, I guess. I mean, I think Mike. I don't know if you remember the series when Robert Ory hip checked Steve Nash into the freaking scores table. I don't know if you guys remember that at all. I think it was like two thousand. Oh, vaguely, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, love like, those Suns teams. They, they took a three-two lead, but then Boris, D, uh, Boris Diaw and Stoudemire got suspended because they left the bench, lost Game Six, lost Game Seven. That Suns team would have won a championship. That never happened. So, so many would have. I'm just saying. <laughs> the Wizards could have won today. I'm just saying. But it didn't happen. I'm just saying. Without they, they didn't have Amari Stoudemire for Game Six. They would have won. They would have absolutely won that series. I'm convinced, and they would have won the championship. Well, unfortunately, throwback <laughs> Tuesday, uh, not yeah. throwback Thursday. <laughs> unfortunately, we can't live in the what ifs. No, you're right. You're right. No, I mean, Rod, Rod, Rod. it's a personal thing. They could definitely <laughs> rampage past the Spurs, and they looked great in Game One. But I just don't believe it, and also don't think that series with the Warriors next round would be entertaining at all. So I want to see the Spurs play the Warriors. But that's personal. Okay. That's me, guys. Is the what's the chat saying? Are they saying anything? They're talking about video vixens and uh, yeah. <laughs> Put it on the board. We talking about? <laughs> because I said that James Harden is doing better this year because, because he, he dropped Chloe yeah. and he got rid of all of his Insta vixens and you know in the, his off season he spent it in Arizona working out at his old college. He left. Usually every summer you can find James at all the clubs and and with the new Insta vixen stripper whoever's <laughs> popping. So he's and he took right himself now. seriously this summer. Yeah, and I feel like honestly you see a result of that in his play this year. We'll see. In we'll addition see. to his new coach, it could be a coincidence, but I think not. I'd love to see them have success. I like James Harden. I like I like his game, but yeah. I- and that would be cool if that's what it was. Actually, on that note, do you have any lifestyle updates for us today? I have a few. Um, first of all, let's say that after the Cavs' performance yesterday, Amon Shumpert's wife, Tiana Taylor, yes. promised him some great loving when he got home from that performance. <laughs> and so today on Twitter... You know, Iman wanted Uh-oh, to thank his wife. <laughs> not on Twitter, I'm sorry, Instagram. Yeah. Iman wanted to thank his wife and say that he slept like a baby after the game and, and her rewarding him for that Cavs oh, effort. And she called herself a soul snatcher and had the eight. Oh, oh my god. So, this is what put on social media. Oh my god. You know, there's hey, a lot going on out you. there, you know? Hey. There's more. Oh, go ahead. There's more. A soul snatcher. Um, I don't know <laughs> hey, if you saw Demonte. Took his mic off. <laughs> <laughs> Dante Jones of the Cavs <sighs> got two technical fouls yesterday yes. and was ejected out of the game. Um, we know he only gets ten thousand because he joined the Cavs the last day of the season. His right. salary is prorated. He was fined six thousand dollars. So LeBron oh, James NBA. graciously offered to pay his oh, fines for him. Man. You know, same thing happened last year during the playoffs. So hold it Jones. down, hold it down, Dante. Um, and two other things. One, um, on a kind of sad, odd note, Brandon Roy, former trailblazer. He's okay, but oh. he was shot in the leg. Get out of here. Um, he was in Southern California visiting his grandmother. He has relatives out here. There was some type of gang related activity that happened. And someone, I guess, did a drive by and he was shielding some wow. children. How did I not Roy know that? is a yeah, high school. It what? just came out. Um, a short he time ago he was, he was like shielding it. children right, that dude. were outside Hero. he's a high school coach back in Portland so he, I that. mean in Washington so he's back in Washington right now he's okay but um, he was shot wow. so be careful in those streets be safe out there Brandon Roy I'm big and Brandon Roy last but not least you know potential drafty and your favorite and mine big baller brand LeVar Ball is allegedly looking at a $200 price point for his son's shoe that he's looking to do in concert with maybe investors or one of the Chinese shoe companies since Nike and Under Armour have given him firm no's and, and, Adidas. Adidas. and Adidas. No, Adidas actually hasn't said a firm no yet, Uh-oh. but they've said to kind of not be interested. There's still a potential because they have a relationship with um, 
I'm sorry, I just brought in, who is it? Lonzo. With, uh, Lonzo from UCLA, which is um, an Adidas school, as well as Chino Hills, their high school was an Adidas school also. So they may just offer him a standard endorsement deal that's not off the table yet, even though LeVar has said that they won't take that. That's still kind of floating out there. So yeah. those are your little updates, Thanks, you know, Jill, for our breaking news. Updates. I've learned. <laughs> that you know, dog learned is, though, says LeVar Ball's a joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, what do you guys, what do, oh, that's you asking what do we think of yeah. the barbell, like, yeah. Shout out to all the soul snatchers out there. <laughs> soul snatcher. We need y'all. Yeah. So nice. We need y'all out there, man. You know, everybody got to play their role, right? Everybody got to play their role, and wise, <laughs> even if you are an R&B slash actress slash fitness vixen, you can still snatch your man's soul hey, after hey, man, a night. I mean, they have their little still oh, from men the are, men are soul snatchers. I'm like, girl, Men are soul snatchers as well. Yeah, All right. it's not it's not just a female thing. We can it's equal opportunity. Oh, oh okay. Well, do tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do that. We do that on the after, sh- after that, the show. I, yeah. You know, already brought out the licks. Like it's after check out it was Instagram in the live for that. Saying, it, you know, <laughs> you guys are and it's Angela's. It's late. It's late. We're counting down the last. Who minute plays too. tomorrow? Is, is, is it uh, so we got we got yeah. Toronto, Cleveland, and Houston, San Antonio. Yeah, I mean, you guys have guesses. I mean, what's going what's going to happen tomorrow? Um, Toronto, Cleveland, Houston, San Antonio. <laughs> I d- poor Toronto will lose again. <laughs> you know, they'll get one at home, perhaps, Maybe. gentlemen sweep. Um, I think the Spurs got to bounce back. Have to. Have to. Agreed, I just, I don't expect them to have two games in a row like that. Yeah. So I think Spurs will win. Agreed. Agreed. On both ends. What about you? I'm taking the Cavs. I think they win again. I don't know. Just the way the Rockets won. And I know it's one game, but... I just don't see the Spurs being able to score with them on the I, road. Man, they're getting swept on the road. That's a that's a sweep if they lose two games on the road. I, I mean, things are possible. I mean, I, I can see the, yeah. I can see the Spurs winning one in Houston, but I don't know. I, I it might be just a prisoner of the moment type thing. Hmm. Maybe I'm overreacting, but I'm, I'm taking the Rockets again. All right. All right. Well, look, do you guys have anything else to add before right. we close I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, YouTube Ed. <laughs> you need to what show. up, homie? What, what up? Uh, we'll Catch me outside. How about that? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Uh-oh. I'm scared. Don't worry well, about it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Afterwards. <laughs> it, this is live. Right. <laughs> this is live. We live, yeah. baby. We live, Cash baby. We out here. All right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for this uh, week of our sports recap first Jill can you tell them when they can find you on Twitter you can find me everywhere at Stiletto Jill hit me up conversate I know that's not a real word <laughs> um, and we can talk sports and pop culture and you guys can find me all over social media at Christine Bean I'm your girl Christine Alexis Josh I'm Josh Rodriguez you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore let's continue this conversation on Twitter I like to get at it and so do these ladies and this gentleman right here yes yes please comment and review give us four stars or more we don't want anything lower than that yes <laughs> iTunes all that good stuff yes, yes. Yeah. shout out to the shorties and 40s let them know yes. the hey let it gotta get through pain do what you gotta do <laughs> uh, shout out to Washington Wizard fans out there you guys can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at D'Angelo TV on Twitter and at D'Angelo on Instagram Instagram. Thanks again, you guys, for joining us. We out, because it's late and I'm tired. So, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Take care.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.